Money FM 89.3, best of the breakfast huddle. The Bigger Picture with Ryan Huang. Money FM 89.3, The Breakfast Huddle with Elliot Danker, Bharati Jagdish and Ryan Huang. It's time now for The Bigger Picture. And with the economic recovery in sight, apparently one of the winners in the stock market could be the consumer. So we are seeing global travel resuming and picking up pace and a lot of border restrictions also opening up. So that could mean a wave of consumer spending, in fact, revenge spending. So that's going to be good news for many businesses. But how exactly do you play this out in the stock market? Let's check in with Jarek Seat. He is the head for small and mid-cap research at RHB Singapore. Morning, Jarek. How are you doing today? Morning, Ryan. I'm doing good. Uh, thanks for having me on the show today. Hey, glad to have you on. Now, let's talk about this recovery that's going on right now. Tell us about the impact on consumer spending. How will this play out for the various sectors in the stock market? I mean, we think that consumer spending will likely increase. And you know, those consumer stocks who suffered previously uh, during the start of COVID-19 mm-hmm. will likely benefit from this recovery. You know, especially with more vaccinated quarantine-free travel destinations, as well as the potential ret- return of mass events. We do think that you know, tourism and the hotel industry will likely benefit from this uh, recovery wave. On this front, we are actually bullish on Straco, whom we actually feature in our uh, 2021 top Sony Cap Jewels, which owns iconic tourism attractions like the Shanghai Ocean Aquarium mm. in China, as well as the Singapore Flyer. They will be one of the main beneficiaries of a recovery in the global tourism. And also with economic recovery, we do believe that you know jobs, the number of jobs will continue to increase and the HR net will actually be a main beneficiary on this front. Next, from our coverage, we are also bullish on the food empire, who likely benefit from the increased demand from its B2B sales and benefit from lower costs, which actually spiked in 2021 as freight and raw material costs will likely stabilise as the COVID-19 situation recovers globally. Okay, Jarek, so we've got a couple of names there, but let's take a step back, right? When you look at the STI, it's up year-to-date 12.5%. Past month, it's up 5.1%. Do small and mid-caps typically lead or lag in a recovery picture? What are you observing now? I mean, they, they do generally lag in the past, but I would say it's not as relevant now. I mean, if you look typically in the past, the large caps will always move first. But we noticed that during the latest, you know, tech run-up, the small mid-cap stocks with the right exposure, you know, especially for semicon stocks, actually outperformed some of their larger global peers in terms of performance as mm. well. And, you know, in recently, same for oil and gas as well as agriculture stocks, in the recent run-up, uh, due to high oil and CPO price, even the small mid-cap ones are also doing as well, or even maybe even better. Hence, in our view, actually picking up, picking good, the good quality small mid-cap stocks with the right exposure and beneficiary to the macro-favoured team would be actually more favourable. Have any sense why that might be so? This changing of trends is it a sign of how the economy is playing out? And it's interesting as well when you think about how small caps actually might struggle more with the backdrop of rising cost pressures. You know, they don't have as much buffer as the big guys. I mean, it really for me, I think that it really depends on the efficiency of the management, and that actually differs from one company another to another. I mean, you see margins, you know, and also cost pressures rising sometimes even more in the large cap than a small cap. Uh, and, it really, and, and it's not really whether it's a big or a small company, mm. or, but it's more of rather how efficient the management is and the business model. Okay, so it comes down to the fundamentals of the company per se, whether they can be agile and just become more efficient. And you pointed out a couple of names there. HR Net Group, you've got Tourism Straco, you've got Food Empire in FMB. Are you also looking at Kim Lee, the coffee shop player, as one of the beneficiaries? Yes, we are. But I mean, in a sense that because they just did the acquisition of uh, Tender Fresh, uh, that will likely benefit from a recovery. However, we do see that, you know, of course, if 
tourism open up and you know the economy starts to recover more, uh, they will likely enjoy less spending because uh, basically I think Kim Lee is more of a coffee shop staple food. And mm. as the economy recovers and you know there will be less demand as travel reopens as people will be travelling and leaving Singapore. Yeah, so, you know, they will likely do well on a longer-term stabilised basis, but on the short term, uh, they will likely see some drop in demand for their food. Jerry, let's zoom in on the tech sector in Singapore. So we've got a couple of semiconductor stocks here. Among them is Franken. And to a certain extent, they've done quite well so far this year. Do you think there's still upside for this sector and for some of these stocks? Yes, you're right. So we are actually still bullish on the tech sector, actually more particularly on the semicon front. And uh, Franken is still one of our top picks for this sector. We do think that basically uh, the lack of investment as well as the shortage of chips will continue to see Semicon doing well next year and they will likely enjoy still strong growth for next year. So we do see that you know this trend will likely continue to play on for the next 6 months to 12 months. Okay, so you've got a couple of things to try to get into to increase exposure. So Jerry, just to wrap things up, is there anything that you should be cutting exposure from that you're not as bullish about? You know, like I think, like, you know, at the start of the COVID, you know, where healthcare gloves, PPEs, healthcare, you know, healthcare stocks that benefited very well from this COVID-19 pandemic. I think this is one sector that you should cut on because I think that the run is potentially over. The good margins are continuing are continuing to go down, and you know, you likely see selling prices go down on this front as well. And there's a certain tech products like computers, cameras, and so on that actually benefited from COVID-19 due to work from home arrangements could also potentially see a drop mm. in demand next year. Yeah, so I think this field could actually cut back on for stocks exposed to all this. Yeah, yeah. so the low-hanging fruits already gone in the healthcare <laughs> space especially, so something cut back on potentially. So we've been Jerick C. He is the head for small and mid-cap research for RHB Singapore. Jerick, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you so much, Ryan. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.